what is up my do the brave thing home slices kdosser.com and this week is back to bundle week so if you head on over to back to businessbundle.com from february 12th through february 16th you're going to be able to register for one of our three tiers so this is our biggest baddest livest <laughs> back to business bundle ever basically i took all the components that i love from all of the previous paid and free bundles that we've run and smushed them together with all my favorite elements from summits besides like the video recordings and brought to you this Back to Business Bundle experience. So if you head on over to backtobusinessbundle.com, you'll be able to register, like I said, for one of our three tiers that we have going on. And if you happen to listen to this too late, I'm sorry guys, but this is the only time of year for the Back to Business Bundle to happen. So in this week's episode and all the rest of them throughout the week, we are going to be featuring some of our key contributors to the Back to Business Bundle. And we have Faith and Mariah, a returning guest from the show. And today she is actually going to be telling us about this new concept that she's been trying out and seeing great success with. So she's going to be talking about adding VIP tickets to your free live events that you're doing to launch your courses, your memberships. She talks about how she goes above and beyond in these free live events that she has, but how she added this this little tier to be able to get paid for all of her hard work before she even opens up the cart. We talk about so much in this episode. I know it's going to be one that you'll love and rewatch over and over and over again. So without further ado, Let's go ahead and talk to Faith Mariah. And don't forget, guys, head on over to backtobusinessbundle.com. There's a link in the show notes. All right, y'all. So welcome back to the Do the Brave Thing online business podcast with our most requested and most have been on guest ever in the history of my podcast. And that is Faith Mariah. You're like, God, do you guys just co-host each other's things? I don't know. Sometimes we think that we're super cool. So Faith, in case that for some reason people haven't listened to your other five episodes roughly, can you go ahead, let us know your pronoun and introduce yourself. Sure. I'm always excited to be here. I'll be here as many times as you'll have me for sure. My name is Faith Mariah. I use she, her pronouns. Mm -hmm. I am a business coach and a marketing coach and a mindset coach and a life coach and coach on all of the things, all of the internet money-making things. I've been making money online full-time probably for what, like the last seven years. I just got my super cool Kajabi award for 500,000 in sales. So that was exciting. Um, and yeah, we've been doing doing a lot of stuff. Doing all and things. she is the creator of one of my most used phrases. Because again, not only are you the most used guest, but I probably quote you the most, but Indulging in indecision is one of my favorite things. And I I credit to you all of the time because you were the first person I've ever heard say it. But I just love that line. I'm like, stop indulging in indecision, people. That was me the other day when I was trying to figure out, do I ditch Thrivecart or not? But that's not what this episode is about. This episode is about something that I don't know if you just started doing it recently. I know that you've always done challenges a lot to be able to fill your mastermind and talk about your offers. Like, Faith does these huge, big free events. I'm definitely going to want you to break down like how do you decide the topic and what goes in and what doesn't go in. But what I also love is you've added on sort of this extra feature of like a VIP level. So let's actually bring it back before we get into the juicy stuff. I'm going to make you guys wait. And Faith, can you let us know a time in either your business or life? It can be recently, it could be like three years ago where you had to do the brave thing. I hope I'm not saying the same one. If we did, we do this on the episode the last time I was here. I should have listened to make sure I don't say the same thing. It's but okay, the one girl. that the one that immediately stands out to me is when I left my salary job. So I had a blog, and kind of the first month it started making money. It started making a lot of money. So I went from making no money 
to making like $5,000 in like oh. two weeks, right? It was really, really crazy. And I had a job that I really did not like. And I immediately went in and put my notice in. But I think when people picture like creating a business and leaving the job, to me, that was kind of the dream, right? And I had like fantasized about it all those times. And it did not feel like what I thought it was going to feel like. I remember leaving work on the last day, just feeling like, I don't know what's about to happen. I don't know if the business is going to continue making money. I don't know. Like, I just knew life was about to change in a really dramatic way, but I had no idea what it was going to look like yet. And I remember driving out of the parking lot being like, I might actually have to like pull over and throw up. Like literally, like I was so scared. (laughs) And now I'm like, oh, thank God. Like past faith. Thank God you were brave. You were strong. Like you saw what you wanted to do and you just went for it. And I'm so thankful that I did that. It was a calculated risk. This is something I've been ranting about on the internet a lot lately. It was, Mm -hmm. I, I took a calculated risk just in, knowing how I was going to pay my bills and for how long and all those types of things. So please don't just like leave your job and see what happens. Like that's not exactly what I was doing. And that's not what I would advise anyone do. Um, I I feel like we're the only two people that tell people just like, we're not job people, but I always tell people like, don't be ashamed of working your nine to five. Or if you do shift work, like your four to 10, think of it instead. Yeah. Think of it as another income source. Right. It's like it's just another revenue source. Right. Just like if you had an ebook or just like if you had ads, it's like, oh, yeah, it's like that's my my in-person fee that I get done. Right. Like I think when you shift the way that you think about having a traditional job, it makes it like a little bit better. Like, oh, yeah, it's it's funding my dreams because, you know, I like eating. Businesses need funding. And so you have to have a plan of like how you're going to fund it. Like it doesn't just support you right away. There's most businesses and pretty much any business you start, even brick and mortars, or if you're going to make an app or you're going to do physical products, there's usually almost always a period of time where there's more money going out than coming in. Even Matt and I bought an investment property and like there was a pretty significant period of time after we closed on that house where like it's not generating us money. It's just costing me a bunch of money, right? It's like, we're having to fix things. We're having to get property managers. We're having to get book renders and like do all this stuff. And like, you know, I think next year it'll be a lot more profitable, but I think that's a normal phase of business of like, and you have to have a plan of how you're going to survive that. And I've been on this whole rant lately about making strategic, just taking strategic risks. So I am a risk taker and I've done a lot of brave things, but they're always strategic. And the way I make those decisions is what is the worst case scenario? I just always assume, and this is like my pessimistic part of my brain, right? But I just always assume anything we do in the business or anything I do in life is going to be harder, take longer and cost me more money than I think. (laughs) So I'm like, you know, we think the house is going to cost this. We think the renter is going to cost this. We think, you know, doing this part of the business is going to cost this. And then in my mind, I'm like, but it's probably going to be more than that. Right. And then I'm like, I think it'll take about this much time. And I'm like, but it's probably going to be longer than that. And then from that place, it's like, is that a risk I can afford to take? There are investments I want to make that I can't afford to take right now. I'm not in the position to take, you know, any bigger risks than we're really taking right now. And so I always look at the best case, like, what do I think it could make? What are the possibilities here? What are the potential really good things that could come out of this? And if if we had to live through the worst case, am I willing to live through the worst case scenario 
for the possibility of this better outcome. And I don't ever put myself in positions where I take risks where I'm not willing to live through the consequences of it not going my way. And that's what I really mean about like strategic decisions. So the long, of course, it's me, right? So it's long story long. But the long story is, yeah, I left my job. It was a calculated risk. Felt like I wanted to bar, but it was the best thing I ever did. And I think, you know, be strategic about your risk taking, but don't be afraid to feel like you're going to barf once in a while. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think that just means that you're, you're excited, right? And that you are doing something big, ironically, right? You are doing the brave thing because chances are if the butterflies weren't there, then it would just be like, Oh, okay, I suppose. And I love how you admitted now that even now there are some things like, sure, you'd love to do, but they're just not strategic or like they're just not aligned right now. But I'm sure it's like, okay, eventually we'll go here. And I think that people forget, like, it's okay to have backup plans. I always tell Abby, like, we have really healthy business savings, but I'm like, if worse comes to worse, I will write copy for us on freelance.com. I'm like, I will get us paid through the rough spot if I need to, in order to make this work. And it doesn't mean that we don't believe in any of the products or services that we have, but it's just like, no, I'm willing to weather the storm. And I do think that, I don't think that you are like, have to be born an entrepreneur. Like, I don't think you have to be like born Gary Vee and like, you know, selling candy bars at a young age and all that sort of stuff. I think that entrepreneurs can be built, but I don't personally, I really don't think that everyone can handle the roller coaster. Like I'm thinking of some of my best friends. I love them to death this life is just not for them. It's just not. You have to kind of be okay with like uncertainty, especially with our our space in online business, Mm -hmm. I think is even more unstable. So what I tell people is like, you're operating in an inherently unstable space. And I just fully expect whatever strategy we're using now that is working, I have zero sense of entitlement. I understand in three months that might not work at all. And that's fine with me because I'm just like, there's there cannot be problems without solutions. That's one of my affirmations I say all the time. I'm like, mm-hmm. problems cannot exist without solutions. And as an entrepreneur, you're a professional problem solver. You're always just going to be solving different problems. So I'm like, if our lead gen stops working or our sales strategy stops working or our email stops working or whatever stops working, I can figure that out because problems can't exist without solutions. And I also just expect I just expect for things to stop working and I expect for the space to change, especially with AI and so many things are coming out, which is so exciting, <laughs> but we're going to see a lot of big changes in this space in the next couple of years. It's not going to look like how it looks like now, I don't think at all. And I'm excited for that. Like that makes me excited. And I'm always just like, good. Like, I hope it's hard. Like, I'm like, you know, cause I'll yeah. figure it out and me and my team aren't going anywhere and we'll figure it out and we're here to do it and to help a lot of people. And that's just point blank period. And the rest of it's kind of irrelevant. And it's like, good. Like, I hope it's hard. It'll weed other people out. I'll still be here. And like everybody else can get out of my way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you kind of have, have to have that mentality. Cause there is like a, I don't know, there is like a inherent instability, I think to entrepreneurship, like it changes a lot. Yeah. And I, again, I don't, again, now that I'm ever like trying to be like, oh no, but like, I just don't think that some people are built for, or they're built for it in the good times. And so like to say that online marketing hasn't changed in the last three or four years is just like false, right? Like 
it just isn't right. It used to be before like anybody could like throw up a website and make a gajillion dollars. Like in 2020, like that was like the year of the online entrepreneur. Like you literally could do nothing. And it just seemed like, oh, God, six figures are coming out of nowhere. Right. There were times, times in my life. Eyeballs have my, changed. Yeah. There were times in my career where I felt like we were printing money and we yeah. would just send emails. People would just buy whatever. It was wild. Um, and I didn't even have that big of an email list then. My big email list I had for my mental health site, like there were times with that too, where it was like, I literally feel like I'm just printing money. And it's just not like that anymore. Like the, the market's a lot more sophisticated, but I think that's good. It's just an opportunity to up-level your selling, up-level your marketing, up-level your skills, up-level your delivery. Um, and I always say there's a lot of space at the top, like the space at the bottom of people just throwing sh- shit up and like trying to see what happens like that space is cluttered but the space at the top of like delivering a really good service and really taking excellent care of your people and building a great community and having great marketing and great sales and great messaging like there's lots of space there and I think in any niche still so as long as you're willing to put in the time and effort to be great I think there's still plenty of room for people. So I don't think it's like oversaturated or anything like that. I don't want people to to feel discouraged. It's like the discouraged episode. We're like, don't do it. <laughs> it's too hard. <laughs> Just so you know, right? But like, again, we're very much so like, but there's enough room at the table for you if you're good and you care about your people and you can get them results. It's those people that, and I think, Ironically, and we're not talking about AI. We just had an episode go live talking about AI using it for SEO and all that sort of stuff with Ruth Esther. So goes. If you haven't listened to that one, make sure you go ahead and listen to it. But I think with the rise of AI, I do think that having a personal brand and probably face-to-face like and video is truly going to matter. Like I know everyone's like, the TikTok algorithm is broke, like reels are broke. They are, but people need to know that you can actually walk your walk and talk your talk. And that's going to become very very evident because if everyone has that same blog post because chad as you guys know i like to call him spouted out the same thing for like 80 million people what's going to set you apart is the stuff that you've actually done your interpretation your connection your community so i think that's just gonna be really interesting to see where everything pans out and something that i think that you have pivoted and done really well is the concept of running free challenges. So this isn't something that's like brand spanking new. I feel like it's been around for quite a while, but can you explain to everyone in case if they are new to the space, what exactly like a free challenge is and like a purpose and like how, how you just do them differently? Yeah. The free challenge is really about, I think about it, like how many people can I get a result for? Right. And so I always say to people, I don't expect people to just read my email or go to my sales page and believe that I can help them or believe that I can help their, make their business better. I don't, I don't put that on my people. I'm like, I'll prove it to you. Like you can come, you can be in my community. You can work with me. I'm also not the business coach for everyone. I'm extremely direct, especially like I'll say some tough stuff to people on coaching calls. Sometimes I kind of feel like that's the job, right? Is like, they're paying me for help. I have to say things that are are frankly hard for me to say sometimes and hard for them to hear because I think it will help them like get some clarity around what's going on. And that's not for everyone. And so I want people to come be able to work with me, see what it's like. And I'm like, I'll prove to you that I can help you with your business. I'll literally do it for free. Right. And so I just think with the space, I think we have to take more responsibility for showing people 
I can get you results and not just expecting people to trust us, not expecting people to just read testimonials and think like a lot of people, especially in my space and B2B have been burned by business coaches or have bought things that didn't deliver or have been told promises that are frankly outrageous, right? That were not delivered to them. And I understand that, right? And so for me, I'm like, that's not going to happen here. First of all, I have a no questions asked refund policy. So that will literally not happen here. And then second of all, like I'll prove it to you before you ever pay me. And I always want my challenges to be better. I always say I want them to be better than most people's paid stuff. And I take that very seriously. I think a lot of people go into free things with the energy of like, well, it's a free challenge. So I don't want it to be as good as my paid stuff or it's a free thing. So I'm not going to put that much into it. And I'm always just like, like, I'm going to do the most for you for this week. I'm going to try my best to get you results, give you my best stuff, give you free coaching. We give you workbooks. We give you templates. We do whatever we're doing. We're really focused on how do we actually get them to take an action and get a result. That's hard to do in a free event. Uh, I think it takes a lot of focus. But the main focus that I use, I think that has helped us is just that that intense focus on actually getting them to take an action and do something. Um, and that I think has allowed our challenges to grow and be really great and helped grow my business. And and then you have people that want to pay you because they want to keep working with you at the end. So how do you decide what should be the topic of your challenges and like what offer do you pitch to people at the end? I, I will be honest with you. You know, I know a lot about marketing. I've done all the courses and the certifications and I know all of the practical strategies, but I really just do what I'm excited to teach. I do what I think the community is asking for. Most of the time when we're doing a challenge, it's like, everybody's asking me, you know, about this or everybody's asking for like that. And I also know that these challenges are going to go live in my mastermind as part of my curriculum. So part of it this is also like a really great way I've been able to get paid and get customers and I'm making content I frankly was going to make anyway, put in the mastermind. I just teach it live with the group. We record it and then we put the the recordings end up going to live inside the mastermind portal as part of their curriculum. And because we do so many challenges, there's a lot of resources in there for them. Now we're able to provide a lot of value. Um, and so you know, it's a great strategy for me because it allows me to keep my curriculum all updated. If there's something I want to add to the mastermind, I'll make that part of the challenge. Or if there's something they're all asking about, I'll make that part of the challenge and like let them all come and give them the replays and all that. Um, and then I'm able to also at the same time get new clients for my program. And I sell my mastermind program, which is my group business coaching program that I have is what we sell at the end. Nice. So for you, it's not, and you had mentioned this too, that you're not like picking and choosing like, oh, like this, this is like all I want to talk about in social media, but like you have to be in the paid mastermind to have it. Essentially, like you said, you're literally giving them your paid content for free for, do you let people have it for like a week or two weeks or? Yeah. The way I do it right now is it's free. For everybody for a limited time, I'll give you, you guys want a hot challenge schedule tip? I'll give you my favorite little challenge scheduling hack. And I didn't make this up. I saw James Wenmore do it and then I copied it. <laughs> but It works like a charm. What I do is I do the schedule. I'll do three live trainings 
And instead of doing them in one week, I spaced them out over two weekends. So it's Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday. The reason I do that is they have two weekends to catch the re- to catch up to catch the replays because I've launched so much now. I know the more people watch those replays, the more sales we're going to make. Period. Right. So my whole line of thinking is how do we get more people to watch the replays? I mean, we do giveaways, we send reminders, we share testimonials. If people say nice things about the training, like we share screenshots of that, we share what they're going to learn. And those two weeks, because we're doing Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday, I'm not pitching at all. Like the whole, it's not even open. Like the whole time, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, watch the replay, watch the replay, watch the replay, watch the replay. It's going to expire. Watch the replay. This is your last chance. Watch the replay. And so I really just drive people to those free videos. And then we do cart open the following week. So I literally have a pretty big window of just trying to get people the free value. And then I pivot and I go into just doing sales. Something that I think was a huge learning moment for me was I personally am not good at doing teaching and sales at the same time. I just am like so into teaching. I tend to overwhelm people and I think they're not in a great buying place. Like they're kind of like, we're doing a lot in those workshops that we're doing. So it wasn't setting people up to be in a place to make a buyer decision. And so for me, it works really well to just teach. All I do is like focus on getting people results, try to get them to watch the replay, try to help them as much as I can, try to help as many people for free as I possibly can, get them real results. And then the cart opens after the challenge ends. And it's like, now I'm just going to tell you about the mastermind. And I think it puts people in a better place to make a buyer decision. They're more thoughtful. I'm able to really give them all the information because I'm not trying to teach and pitch. Um, and, you know, my offer is also huge and and kind of difficult to pitch because we do so much in it. And my, my challenges are also kind of like that. Like I'm trying to teach a lot. So it just was for me personally, doing them together didn't work. So spacing it out that way was a big kind of aha moment with the challenges, I think. So for the, like I said, I love it that you said that you had done it, the model of Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday. So then I, with a car open on the following Monday then. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then it's it's actually like, it's almost like a month long launch process because we're the whole week, two weeks before that, we're telling people sign up for the free challenge, sign up for the free challenge. Yep. Thursday, free workshop, Tuesday, free workshop, Thursday, free workshop, all that weekend, we're saying, go watch the replays. At the end of the workshops, I don't really do a hard pitch for my thing. Sometimes I'll play like a testimonial video of my students saying nice things. And I'll be like, hey, you know, if you guys love this, and you want to work more together, the mastermind's opening on Monday. Here's like what my students are saying. And we'll play like this cute testimonial video we have at the end, but I'm not actually pitching it at all that's kind of the closest i would get to pitching it is just name dropping it a lot mentioning it a lot telling yeah it's gonna open on monday but i'm not actually like telling them about it or pitching it or anything like that and i think that monday. i think that that's really smart especially just like the name dropping and for all of my business to consumer people that way like nobody feels like oh the rug's getting like pulled out from under me like how dare we have this amazing like you know, five day, 10 day challenge about plants. And now you're going to have the audacity to be like, if you want more charge. No, it's like, this is brought to you by this thing, right? Or again, this is going to be the new bonus that we're having inside of this thing. Don't worry, we'll talk about it on Monday, that sort of a thing. So that way, everyone is like, fully aware, and you're getting 
the name out there and in people's brains. And I think what's really smart is that you're inviting all the people from your your paid group, your paid offer, essentially, to participate in this free thing. And I know your mastermind members are definitely talking it up and are getting results and are super excited and telling people to join. So that's really smart. So if you guys are thinking like, hey, even if you have a standalone course, if you're thinking of creating a new bonus for it, potentially run it as a challenge. Tell your students to show up for it live, right? They'll get access to it later. It's really smart. And something else really smart that I've seen you do and I would love to, to pick your brain just a little bit more about it because I know that you have to go, is you have the free challenge, but then you've got like a VIP ticket. So like, how do you decide like what goes in the VIP ticket if the free level is already like, okay, you're going to get three master classes about this topic, handouts. I know you do coaching for this, all this, like, what could you possibly like offer people for the VIP ticket? And like, how much does that usually cost? Well, it depends what I feel like doing, to be honest with you, but I'll, I'll give you like a general kind of standard of what we've been doing that's been working really well. We'll do mm-hmm. a VIP ticket and it's like, you get the replays for free, like mm-hmm. just for until this date. If you want access to the replays mm-hmm. for a whole year, um, you can upgrade to VIP for this price and you get these bonuses. Mm-hmm. Now I am like a bonus queen. I love, I love to over deliver. I'm like, if you're going to pay me 10 bucks, I'm going to give you way more than that. Right. And that's just, I don't know. It's just part of my business model. I just like that. And I have, frankly, I've been doing this so long and I teach and coach so much. I have so much stuff. It's not hard for me to go in and pull a couple bonus car, like calls that we have a couple resources out I'll just pick a couple things. I think about, you know, the last one we just did was for get your freebie done week. And it was all about mm-hmm. creating your freebie. So the VIP ticket had, um, it had screen share, me going into MailerLite, screen sharing, how to set up your front end page and your thank you page and your back end page. And then it had templates for, um, for a promo they could use once they make their freebie. Here's some templates you can use to share on Instagram. Here's how we set up our thank you page, right? And those mm-hmm. were already in my other program. So I just pulled them out and stuck them in there. Um, and I think it was, yeah, it was that. It was a free month inside my creator camp offer, which is my social media membership. And then it was the replays and it was 10 bucks. I usually try to keep it between 10, 20 bucks. And I like to make mm-hmm. it a no brainer offer where it's just like, this is like one thing in here. We even gave them like a like workbook templates they could use to make their free workbook. I'm like, all you have to do is put the content in here. Like here's all, it's all laid out for you. Like my team made the templates, right? And just that I could sell for mm-hmm. 10 bucks, right? Oh, yeah. but they're also getting the replay. They're getting, they get the podcast feed. They get, it's just like some kind of extra stuff. I think a good way to figure out what to put in it is thinking about your people and like what would make this easier for them. Like they're trying to make a freebie. So what can I put together that would make that process easier for them. Um, And then, yeah, I've actually been experimenting with putting trials too for my memberships, my two different memberships I have. And that actually worked really well last year too. So we sold VIP tickets and it had a 30 day trial to the mastermind in it, right? So when I would pitch, Mm -hmm. I would tell people go sign up for the mastermind. And obviously a lot of people buy and sign up. Most people end up signing up for a year because they just want to be in there once they're in there. Um, but it was a really no brainer, easy thing. Cause I'm like, if you guys have the VIP ticket, you can just go activate your trial. And 
a lot of them we tested it because i was like i don't know if they'll actually stay but a lot of them did and i can still see on the back end because it's a monthly membership they're still mm -hmm. paying from launches we did last year so just kind of looking at giving them a taste of your offer i think giving them a taste mm -hmm. of what it's like to work with you and helping them get the result they want i love that and again it's not taking away anything from the free one again they 100 could go on canva and create their own template and create it it's just like here here's something to make it a little bit easier. Here's this done for you thing. Here's thinking of, again, that like that next sort of step that we have with it. So for the getting your freebie done challenge, like what were the three things that you guys taught about for your live classes then if you were like well, giving them the templates and the upgrade? After I gave you like my format that I love, we did a totally new format that I was testing okay. for this one. So it was, I a love five, testing. it was a five day one and we actually had a different speaker come in and do a 15 20 minute pre-recorded workshop and then we did 20 minutes of co-working where i had them implement something that they learned right away because what mm -hmm. i was finding was people were getting very overwhelmed in b2b this is just like looking at your space and identifying problems people are having one of the problems i was seeing in for online business owners is they're going to summits, they're going to bundles, they're doing all this stuff, but they're not actually implementing it and getting results from it. And mm -hmm. I didn't want my event to be another one of those. I, and I was like, if I want my event to stand out, how can I do that? Well, I can make sure that every day they come, they actually make progress on their business and they're not just consuming. Um, and like, I don't know, doing that like consumption masturbation, right? Where you feel like yeah. you're on your business, but you're not actually getting anywhere. <laughs> Um, and so we added the co-working and then at the end I did coaching because I just love coaching. So that was a different format, you know, and we were testing it. I think it was good. There were a lot of things I liked about it. And I think we'll probably run some more events like that throughout the year. I'm going to keep testing it and messing with it. I always expect the first time we do something, you know, I don't expect it to be our biggest launch. Like I don't expect it to be the biggest, best thing. I'm just like, oh, let's put it out, see where it's at, see how we can make it better. And then we do it again. Right. And I fully expect to have to work hard at things, to have to run things multiple times to get them where I want. Um, and I'm willing to kind of go through that process. But I thought it was good for our first one. I think we did with VIP tickets for that one. I think we did about $2,400 in VIP ticket sales before we launched anything. That's what's nice about mm -hmm. the VIP ticket is like I'm getting paid and then I feel fairly compensated showing up to do all that coaching and do all the live teaching because I've already made, you know, two grand before we've even started doing the launch or any of that other stuff. We also added, I think, like, you know, eight or 900 people onto our email list for that launch event. So mm. there was a lot of benefit for it. I love that. And what I love about all this is you notice is that Faith is experimenting and she's not relying on like that one thing, like that one freebie challenge, like make her break her entire business for like the year, her life, all that sort of stuff. She's experimenting and they're like, yes, obviously I'm sure there's milestones that she wants to hit and all that sort of things that she wants to have. But the big thing that she always comes back to, and this is why she's on the podcast so much and why we get along so good is always just how can I get people to take action? And that's why in the bundle, we literally have like action hours. We're literally bringing in contributors. Like you can go through their item and ask them questions. We've got some general ones. I have ones that like I'm going to be hosting like once a month after the bundle's over for the people that invested in the premium tier. So it's like, oh yeah, I owned this thing. I should actually do it. <laughs> like for yeah. me, 
watching a video doesn't get you the gold star. Actually, the posting, actually the pitching in our cases of whatever else that we're teaching, that's what gets you the gold star. It's the action, not the learning. And so I think that that's really awesome. And you've shared so much in this episode, and I absolutely appreciate it. What I would love to know now is you had mentioned that you are running two different memberships. So can you let us know about those? Sure. I have my big membership, which is the Becoming Boss Mastermind. It's about how to think like a boss, how to be decisive, how to evaluate things in your business, how to figure out which strategies to implement. And then we also have tools and support to help you get better at sales, do all that stuff. But the great thing is the community. You get access to coaching with me, coaching with my team. We have guest experts in there, like my finance person coaches in there. You get access to a professional copywriter that coaches in there. You get access to a lot of really great, awesome people that made a lot of money online for one affordable price, as well as access to the community where we're doing community challenges. And it's like, I call it like the ultimate support group for entrepreneurs because I used to be a Mm -hmm. social worker and run support groups. I think it feels a little bit like a support group sometimes. (laughs) Uh, And so that offer is really great. That's closed right now. It does, we open it quarterly. So it'll open kind of the beginning of each quarter if you're you guys are interested in that. And then my new offer I'm really, really, really excited about is called Creator Camp. And it's about building creator habits so that you can post on social media consistently, right? So the whole first phase, all we're doing is acclimating your nervous system, getting used to posting and like post, I'm like post bad posts. <laughs> I'm like, just be mm-hmm. a beginner creator and get get the habit of actually picking up your phone. I don't know about you, but when I first started posting on social media, it made me want to die. I hated it. I yep. like being I was like, I it would like make me cringe so hard. It would like just make me want to like die. I was like, this is the worst. <laughs> right. And now I'm on camera all the time and I'm so glad I have that skill. So I really wanted to create something where we could help people develop those creator habits where you can post kind of day in, day out. You get the entire curriculum to that, the monthly challenges with us. There's really cute. The whole thing is like summer camp themed. I'm such a nerd, mm-hmm. but I think it's adorable. And then the, they get, um, you can earn little virtual badges. So if you do, if you do like a checklist, if you do like your checklist, they get actually little virtual badges that go in their Kajabi portal and they're all like summer camp badges so it's really fun we do lots of fun little things like that and it's only seven bucks a month you get access to guest expert workshops my entire social media framework tons of extra bonuses tons of stuff um so if you guys would like help growing your social media platform which i just think social media is such a huge opportunity for people that's why i wanted to make the offer to help people get into it and really start working at it because i'm like this is such if you want to have a business it's having a platform on one of those platforms on on TikTok or on Instagram or wherever you want to have it having a platform can significantly change your bottom line it just makes everything you want to do so much easier you want to write a book Mm -hmm. you want to do a new program you want to do a paid workshop you want to do a retreat if you have a following it gives you the ability to reach so many more people and actually grow and right now Mm -hmm. at least for right now I'm like this will change right but right now they'll show your video to people for free if you know how to do it, which is an incredible opportunity, especially for like, they'll show your video, like a short form video to people that have never heard of you for free. I'm like, don't sleep on that. If you want to have an online business, you want to have this life. It's a really, really valuable skill to have. And we were talking about side hustles. Like a lot of people in our community are now like doing social media side hustles where they're 
scheduling things or they're working for brands or they're like, it is a very, very valuable skill for you, not just for your own business, but for other people's businesses too. So I just think it's a good skill to invest time and money into learning. And mm-hmm. that's like my new baby. <laughs> so Right. And it is awesome. Now. I think that creator camp is awesome. Of course, we'll have a link to that below. That is available all of the time as of this recording, correct? Yep, it's open. I'm just going to leave it open all the time. The reason I wanted it too was because the mastermind, you know, only opens a few times a year and there's always new people coming and I didn't have anywhere to put them. And a lot of times I don't even have anything people could buy. So this was like, okay, (laughs) let me have something available for people to buy. That's probably a good business tip. (laughs) Have something people can can buy from you, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) but that's really what it breaks down to get the results and then give them something that they you know can pay you for so thank you so much for being on the show again and for being one of the vips that we have inside of the back to business bundle guys the back to business bundle is going to be opening up on february 12th through the 16th and faith actually has two items she has one item in our free tier it is one of her social media bundles which is absolutely amazing you're definitely going to want to get in on that and then in her premium one we talk about actually upgrading your products so if you're like oh man like i've got this thing but like i don't know if it's cool and like do I need to revamp it do I need to scratch it like what am i going to do that is available in the premium tier it is Absolutely amazing because everything you do is absolutely amazing. So if there is one final action that you can have the listeners take today, what would you like it to be? I just did this yesterday, but I did a eat the frog day. So whatever it is that you've been putting off, that's like your frog, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Whatever it is, whatever that procrastination thing that you've had where you're like, oh, I really should get this done or I really should do that block a time on your calendar and just get it done. Just power through it. I just drank a Red Bull. I listened to like a bunch of rap music. I was like pumping Beyonce, right? I just pumped myself up and I was like, I'm going to get all of these annoying things that have been sitting over me and I'm just going to get them all done. So I did like my doctor's appointments. I did my Facebook ads, like the things that I just like hate doing. And I felt like a new woman after that. I still feel like good from it. So <laughs> that's my advice is like, whatever it is, that that thing that's hanging over here where you're like, oh, I really should like look at my finances or I really should do this annoying thing I don't want to do. Just have a like get it done hour and bang all that stuff out and I love that. Feel like a rock star. Yeah. <laughs> I love having a frog hour, right? Or like two hours. Eat all those and frogs. I, <laughs> I think that that's the key, right? Is that it's not just like, oh yeah, it's on my to-do list. It's like, no, from 12 to 1, I'm doing this, this, and this. And like you're gonna try to play a game with yourself to see if you can beat the clock and get her all done. So yeah. have an eat the frog day. I know I will definitely be having one of those tomorrow because why not? We all need it. I'm just gonna say, I know mine, like my car needs enough, like to get some type of appointment done for it. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But thank you, man. There's so many frogs in adult life. (laughs) So many frogs. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Like I said, the link below to everything and to the bundle. If you're listening to this and it's not open at the time, you can definitely hop on the wait list. We've got a link to creator camp as well. And I will talk to you guys next week. Well, look at that action taker. You made it all the way to the end. Kudos to you. So if you want to keep this do the brave thing momentum going, because let's be real, sure, listening to a 25 to 30 minute podcast can definitely get you amped, but what are you going to do the rest of the week? Make sure you're following me over on Instagram, Kate underscore Doster. There's a link in the bio. And if you absolutely love this episode, it would be fantastic if you could leave us a rating and review or share a screenshot and tag us on your Instagram stories. I'll see you next week. Later days.